0: In the 1970s, a future top-notch podcasting team was born and then raised on military bases because their dads were in the Air Force. These Gen Xers eventually grew up and were unleashed upon the world. Today, looking forward to retirement, they survive by dishing out their opinions. If you have questions that need answers and an open mind, if you can spare 60 minutes a week, And if you have internet access, maybe you can listen to Kenyatta and Jack save the world.
1: It's everything but the kitchen sink. It's us. It's Kenyatta. It's Jack. We're here to save the world. And that pretty much constitutes everything and the kitchen sink. So... Get ready while we wade through it as usual. And thanks for coming back. We're thrilled! Yay!
0: We are thrilled. We may not yeah, sound, sound like, like it, it, but we're thrilled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Day three of dealing with this uh, this headache that just doesn't want to go away.
1: Mm-hmm. That's too bad. That's too bad. But we will. We will trudge through it.
0: That's right. We're going to paddle
1: We must. You know,
0: if you're going to save the world, sometimes you have to make sacrifices.
1: I mean, yep, that is true. And that's what we're here to do week after week after week after week after week. Hooray. Yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So,
0: how was, as we were discussing before we started to record, you guys uh, in your hometown had a sort of high end guest visiting today.
1: Yes, yes. Um the vice president Kamala Harris visited uh the HBCU that's here local in my area. So naturally as as we have had it more than a few times since I've lived here, you know, streets blocked off, exits on the highways blocked off. And the fun thing is about it is that while well, a handful of my my Facebook friends also live in the area, we're like, what's going on? They shut the exits They've blocked the exits. Yes, the vice president. But what's interesting is that if I remember right, the Secret Service has several different areas, routes, and they don't uh, they don't let folks in, you know, the people that need to know. They don't let them in on the actual route to the venue until the last minute in case there's somebody trying to wait to, uh, you know, do bad things to them. Right so they'll let it leak that you know the route that she's coming is is this way when she's actually coming a different way cuz um i believe obama was here i think during his first term and i want to say biden was here when he was vice president i believe i believe so so we've had we have several visits from POTUS's and veeps so yeah. i didn't see it of course i was busy um earning a check but yeah so,
0: checks are important.
1: Checks are important, and considering that you know, although it would be thrilling to meet to meet her, I'm going to go ahead and guess that neither her, or her, nor, nor her people, fabulous Uncle Joey B, they're not going to pay for my day's work. So I just went ahead and stayed at <clears throat> the desk. <clears throat>
0: Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. There's that. Damn them.
1: Oh well. Uh, yeah
0: well. yep. yeah we we didn't have anything that that exciting or important happen in Oklahoma City today. thank goodness
1: well, anything can happen anytime and anywhere and we know it because the 24 hour no news cycle will never let us forget
0: any God uh, no they won't.
1: I would say it's tiresome, but it always gives us something to talk about
0: that so- is true that is true. That is true. Well, I suppose we should move on to our WTFs uh, for the week. I believe, uh, once again, not that it matters. Uh, I believe it's my turn to go first.
1: I mean, if it don't matter, then yeah. you, don't have, you don't have to say it matters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: But... So go ahead.
0: All right. Uh, this is the reporting from uh, CNN by Sharif Pageant, a Seattle police officer is under investigation as footage shows him saying woman's life had limited value after she was fatally hit by a police car. And uh, a Seattle, uh, well, a Seattle police officer is under investigation after his body-worn camera captured a phone conversation following the death of a woman who was fatally struck by a police car in which the officer is laughing and says the victim had limited value, according to the footage and a statement from the Seattle Police Department. The officer, Daniel Arterer, was dispatched to a crash scene on January 23 after another officer hit and killed 23 year old Jahav- Jahavni. I hope I'm saying that right, Kandula, in a crosswalk while responding to a call, according to police department uh, documents. Otterer, who is trained as a drug recognition expert, was sent to see if the officer who struck Candela was impaired, the document said. The next day, his camera recorded the phone call. Or, yeah, I guess the next day. Only his side of the conversation can be heard um, in the footage. But in the footage, he um, is explaining how he thinks the victim was hit and then says, but she is dead. He laughs, apparently, in response to a comment made by the person on the phone. No, it's a regular person. Moments later, he replies, yeah, just write a check, and laughs again before adding, yeah, $11,000. She was 26 anyway. Her date, age was wrong. She had limited value. Otterer, who is the vice president of the Seattle Police Officers Guild, was reportedly speaking to Union President Mike Sloan, according to the co-chairs of the Seattle Community Police Commission, which provides oversight to the police department. They added that his comments were heartbreaking and shockingly insensitive. He said that his comments about the woman's value were intended to be a mockery of city lawyers, according to conservative talk radio host Jason Rance, who says his show obtained a document in which Auditor self-reported his comments to the police department after realizing they had been recorded. Um, He meant no malice is what he said, and he understands that citizens would be upset to hear what they believe him was being insensitive to the loss of a human life. They are conducting a review of the crash. There you go. It seems uh, oddly, I don't know, not shocking in a way. (laughs) I don't know why people were shocked.
1: (laughs) First of all, thanks for stealing my WTF. Did I really? But I have a backup. Don't worry. Are Second you kidding of me? All, <laughs> no. Second of all. Oh my god! Sorry. For this to have happened in January, and they're just now releasing this. Mm. Okay. I, I yeah. filed this under. I filed this under your law enforcement hard at work.
0: Yeah, I guess we should but maybe communicate our WTFs. <laughs>
1: Not necessarily This has only happened. This is just like maybe the third time it's ever happened. So True. it's 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 not like a constant thing. So I just but, had to let you know that you stole yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but that's just it. It's it's just gross what he said. It is insensitive and it borders on misogyny to boot. Um, yeah. And then he says the police officer that was driving the car that hit hit the woman. Um, He says we couldn't have been going that fast. Dude, if any of us were driving that fast, 50 miles an hour over the speed limit, they would put us in jail. Forget about paying a fine and have your license suspended. We would be spending time in jail for that.
0: Yeah, they'd they'd be doing what is it. I know different states have different things. You know, there's the equivalent of like involuntary manslaughter or
1: but he wasn't. even. It wasn't even a high speed chase. He was just on his way to a report of an overdose and was speeding like this, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Why are we only now, you know, sort of hearing this, what, what investigations have gone on in the nine months since then?
1: Mm -hmm. Like, so you're just now releasing, you know, the recording of the, that, you know, that jackass officer. Making jokes about it. And to be fair, I understand that occupations like law enforcement, in a, in a way, you deal with things that you just you just don't want to, like with the death of people. And sometimes, sometimes having a dark sense of humor gets you through bad days or bad situations. But that wasn't even something that happened to him. He was just commenting on it. He was yeah. on his way, he was on his way to the scene. He didn't even do anything. He thought he's just being funny. And I'm like, I don't know if that was his 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 way of trying to you know lighten the obviously dark mood. I don't I don't know what he thought he was doing. I, I, I don't know. And he turned around and said, oops, I'm being recorded. Let me get ahead of this. Okay. That's why it took all this long for you guys to finally release the audio or the the, the video yeah. from it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. They, they probably they only probably released it because they were it was threatening to come out some other way.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure you're correct on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's. Otherwise, it was supposed to be no big deal, and he didn't do it you know, intentionally with malice or anything like that, then it would have been, it would have been addressed months ago.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's just, I don't know. I I guess it just shows you that <laughs> this country has a long way to go. Um, I mean, there's,
1: there's, all, there's always going to be that breed of people. You, you can't, yeah. Yeah. You can't eradicate it a hundred percent, but damn it, it would be nice if it was far less of
0: them. Yep. know, yeah, that was somebody's daughter, girlfriend, wife. Don't know the stat, you know. Somebody misses of,
1: and mourns her,
0: regardless. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm just I get the last six, seven years, it's just kind of gotten to be so annoying how the just the lack of sort of care for you know, people's existence, everybody's worthwhile. Even, you know, even somebody that's strung out on drugs, they're still valuable and important. They're just going through something and to be happy that something bad happened or to joke about it is not cool, especially in an official capacity.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You want to make jokes, go, go do that as we like to say offline. Yeah whatever anyway it's yeah that's a garbage that's a garbage statement from that dude so
0: yeah yeah it definitely is but yeah that's that's it for me what what's your backup
1: (laughs) my backup and i'm sure you probably heard this too so it shouldn't come as any great great surprise so in a new biography written by mckay coppins Who's writing up a biography about one of my one of my new besties, Mittens Romney? Mm-hmm. Apparently, Mittens Romney got a word back on uh, back in January of 2021, and y'all know what happened in January of 2021? He got the word from a, a fellow senator by the name of Angus King, who's an independent from Maine, and King texted Mittens and wanted to set up a call about something, quote, important on the 2nd of January, 2021. King warned Romney of threats of violence, including some specifically against Romney, during the January 6th certification of the Electoral College votes, citing a conversation with the high-ranking Pentagon official. So what we're saying is, I heard from so-and-so who heard from so-and-so who heard from. I heard from my best friend's cousin's boyfriend's next-door neighbor that Ferris passed out last night at 31 Flavors. This is what Uh this is. So, the excerpt from the book, quote, law enforcement has been tracking online chatter among right-wing extremists who appear to be planning something bad on the day of Donald Trump's upcoming rally in Washington, D.C. The president has been telling them the election was stolen. Now they're coming to steal it back. And this is the author paraphrasing King and Romney's conversation. Quote, there's talk of gun smoking, of bombs and arson, of targeting the traitors in Congress who are responsible for this travesty. Romney's name has been popping up in some frightening corners of the internet, which is why King needed to talk to him. He isn't sure Romney will be safe. So basically King was like, look, homie, watch your back. Romney then turns around, sends a text off to the turtle, a.k.a. Mitch McConnell, quote, in case you have not heard this, I just got a call from Angus King, who said that he had spoken with a senior official at the Pentagon who reports that they are seeing some very disturbing social media traffic regarding the protests planned on the 6th. There are calls to burn down your home, Mitch, Mitch, to smuggle guns into D.C. and to storm the Capitol. I hope that sufficient security plans are in place. But I am concerned that the instigator, the president, is the one who commands the reinforcements the D.C. and Capitol Police might require. Mitch never responded.
0: I'm stunned. Are you? <laughs> I am. I am. Mm. I, I don't think I could be more shocked if I was tased.
1: I'm more shocked if you stuck your finger in an electric socket while standing in a puddle
0: a toaster in while I was taking a bath
1: on the golf course and then during a lightning strike
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah so yeah and
0: apparently Mitt or mittens as you're fond of calling them apparently he mm-hmm. texted old Mitch several times that day and mm-hmm. was ignored every time
1: mm-hmm. I'm sad that he's not he's not running for re-election next year I'm a little sad I'm a little sad he's actually turned into if it can be said. I never thought I'd hear myself say he's turned into one of my my favorite conservatives. Right. (laughs) With his binders full of women.
0: Who doesn't like (laughs) to keep women in binders? Indeed.
1: There you have it. Mittens was like, hey, the homie told me stuff about to go down on the six. You better do something. It's just like he left him on red. He left him on red, basically.
0: Yeah, I I seem to recall a uh, Congressman Andrew Clyde saying that it was just tourists on January sixth. They were organized, orderly, and walking through the stanchions.
1: Hmm. Yeah, okay. If they I mean, want to was... insist upon that that lie, two and a half years later, still go ahead. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. just a uh, sort of a. Disgusting thing, and if, if someone was pointing, or well, it was in that thing. What are you going to do when the person that would send the military is the person that's the threat to the capital, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that Trump likes to blame Pelosi, but Mitch McConnell's also is the leader of the Senate. He can also do certain things to get you know security beefed up. And if he would have said to maybe Nancy Pelosi. You know what, I think you might want to take, there's some credible threats that I've heard, you know, because they're coming from my side of the aisle. Maybe you should have some more cops here.
1: But mm.
0: maybe that's why he's glitching. Maybe the guilt is finally starting to get to him.
1: That's just what I was I was thinking. He's, he's vapor locking. He can no longer keep that suppressed. He yeah. No longer keep it suppressed. That's it. That is it. So, mm, mm, mm. do that as I may, people were, uh, they were sending out the smoke signals far and wide, and the people that need to pay attention chose not to.
0: Yeah, it's okay. almost like they were wanting it to happen.
1: Gosh, I can't imagine why that would be the case.
0: I know. I mm. know. I know.
1: And there yeah, is. Nice. yeah. History is not hardy, gonna be hard at work.
0: History is not going to look kindly
1: upon the MAGA movement. Nor anybody hit deep in it. So I would I would call out names, but it really doesn't matter. They know who they are.
0: Uh yeah, they do. They do. I'm still hoping that maybe once uh Trump gets convicted. He has the Russians release all of the goods that he has on all the Republicans that kiss his ass because I'm pretty certain that that's part of why they're so loyal. And I would just like to know what they have. I mean, we all know what he has on Lindsey Graham. I'm talking to everyone
1: else. <laughs> I I don't know. I it that's the only explanation that makes sense. The only explanation that makes sense. Cause like, yeah. it can't it can't be that they're they still cling to him because of his withering intellect in stellar political skills. Yeah. So, oh my. Yep. Yeah. Well.
0: Yep. 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 Yep.
1: And um, of course we got the news today that the judge is severing all the cases. Between Trump and all his fellow indictees. So that should be interesting.
0: Once again, it's um it's unprecedented. That they're doing this to a president. It's unprecedented because we've never had a president that was a freaking traitor and seditionist. So
1: I don't I don't know why they're acting like just because it's never been done, then it can't be done. Right. I don't, I don't understand why that keeps coming up like that. It's friggin' ridiculous.
0: Yeah. You know what? Nobody flew a plane until the Wright brothers did it. There's got to be a first time for things. You wouldn't think a president being a traitor would be one of them. But, you know,
1: Well, here we are. (laughs) Well, yeah, here we are. Things have happened in other places in the world, but not here. Not until now. Yeah. yeah, Here we are. Waiting with bated breath. We'll see.
0: Yeah. And that's actually sort of what we're talking about. a perfect segue into what i wanted to talk about uh today is the beef the meat of the episode so to speak it ties in
1: i believe you let's go all
0: right do you know do you know what project 2025 is yes i do is that not a scary scary thing
1: (laughs) um I spent time yesterday in the devil's rabbit hole, AKA TikTok. And there's quite a few people that have been, you know, sussing through that very interesting outline. It's got some really disturbing and disgusting things in it. It smells, it smells like someone took a very, very serious interest in Margaret Atwood in the handmaid's tale. That looks like an, an outline. For their plan, when the government is overthrown in that story, and, and
0: handmaidens tell really in Handmaid. terms of what it would do, to, handmaids. Right. Thank handmaids. you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that would really be the best case scenario. <laughs> if everything happens, it would it could be way worse than than that.
1: Wow, so it could get worse. It looks it looks so similar. Yeah like to you know the way the way the this, this story plots out and granted like the first couple seasons of the show were based on the first book and then atwood i think right. published a sequel where recently so i think the the remaining seasons are supposed to pick up on that but a lot of stuff you know the showrunners of the show ended up having to craft themselves and it that's what I was thinking of as I read through, you know, certain bullet points that this one TikToker was talking about, about single parent homes and reinforcing that real families are only a man married to a woman with. kids. I was like, holy, this is creepy.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> and it's what is it? a 180 page book. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Let me rephrase that. I couldn't have been any more wrong because I have the PDF up right now from the Project uh, 2025 website. It's a booklet called Mandate for Leadership, and it is 920 pages long. Goody. And um, it is spearheaded by the Heritage Foundation, but I'm going to list just a few of the uh, other uh, sort of conservative groups that are involved and let's see if any of these sound familiar and disturbing the Alabama Policy Institute America First Legal Foundation American Center for Law and Justice I don't know what American Moment is other than you know that sounds all gung hoey the Center for Family and Human Rights which is funny because I guarantee you human rights isn't one of their thing
1: not like you think
0: Right. The Defense of Freedom Institute, the First Liberty Institute, Hillsdale College. We all know how what a great institute they are. Uh, The Leadership Institute, Liberty University, the National Association of Scholars, which is kind of funny uh, when you think about it. And the, you know, the Texas Public Policy Foundation. All of these are, you know, well known, you know, ultra super conservative groups and you know that if they have a 920 page thing the amount of effort and sheer work it took to do that because this is going to be the edited down version.
1: It's in fracking credible how thoroughly they have gone about acting like this is actually going to be a thing.
0: Yeah. And here are some of the uh people that were involved in writing this um fake historian David Burton mm-hmm. uh right uh let's see if this guy sounds familiar Kim Cus- or Kim Cusinelli. he's not under any current legal lookings at by anybody in anywhere in this country at all Dr Ben Carson mm. Is on this list. So, you know, those are two great, you know, super awesome folks.
1: And he wrote up the section about HUD.
0: Well, yeah. Remember, he was the HUD secretary.
1: For no good reason whatsoever. Right. Wait a minute. Who's over education? Nope. Never heard of him.
0: Christopher Miller. He was in several positions in the Trump administration. He was the... Acting Secretary of Defense. He was the director of the National Counterterrorism Center and all sort of stuff kind of related to that. Here's another one. Peter Navarro. Hmm, He hasn't had any issues since leaving office. You know, but I'm sure it was just he was set up.
1: Can I point something out? Sure. Because I am looking at the website, too. So I go to the little tab, marked policy. Yes. This is their so-called policy agenda. This book is an invitation for you, the reader, Mr. Smith, Mrs. Smith, and Ms. Smith, to come to Washington or support those who can't. Our goal is to assemble an army of aligned, vetted, trained, and prepared conservatives to go to work on day one, Capital letters to deconstruct the administrative state. Capital letters. Maybe this is just mean I'm looking for wrong stuff, which the entire thing is wrong. Let I me mean, let's 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 not act like I didn't say that. The entire thing is wrong. But this little invitation that they have says, Mr. And Mrs. and Ms. It's interesting that they don't include MX because that's usually the signifier or the title for people who are gender fluid. Uh, uh, do you think either they didn't think of that or they thought of it and decided, no, that doesn't fit our agenda. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm going to go with uh, the latter.
1: Okay. Just checking. <laughs> yeah. Mm.
0: The, and one of the things they want to do is. I guess that's something called schedule F. I don't know. It was something that Trump put in on the first day of the Biden administration. He rescinded um, this particular thing, but it makes it easy to easier to fire um, federal employees. Mm-hmm. And um, corruption, of course, is one of the main reasons why you have merit systems for federal and state employees. Um, thanks to one president, Ulysses S. Grant, because, well, and up and before that, though, his administration was particularly corrupt. You know, a new, administ- a new president would come in, and they would basically fire everybody, and then they would bring in sort of people on their side of the aisle, but that was incredibly inefficient, you know, and so things were always screwy and if you work for the federal government or a state government you should your job should not be dependent on the whims of who gets elected um and eventually people won't even try that job and that will cause chaos and that's why merit systems and everything came in with protection for state employees which makes it difficult to fire you can still get fired it just it's a process and that's what Donald Trump wants to change because he said that if he gets back he will Rebring, reinstall that Schedule F, and that's one of their big things. They want to fire something like fifty thousand federal employees. What's one of the things people already complain about that the government moves at the speed of snell Do you really think that's going to help things?
1: Please fill this form out and ship the kit.
0: Yeah, but that's what they want. They want to cause chaos. They want to break things because they want to install whoever the next president is. But let's be honest. Trump is going to be the only one that if he gets the nomination would actually implement most of these policies because Trump wants to be a fucking dictator.
1: Mm. You know, noticed, and, Oh, go ahead. Well, sorry to interrupt. No, no, go ahead. I clicked on the tab for training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Preparing political appointees to be ready on day one. So that means I can enroll to train, yeah, as a political appointee with the presidential administration 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 academy. Blech, I can't even spit it out. It covers top, topics ranging from how to identify appointee positions for which you qualify to navigating the necessary background and security clearance processes to recognizing and addressing the dangers of the administrative states. Yeah. They're
0: literally wanting to basically have people go through the hiring process now. Yeah. So that when that person comes in, they can be like, Oh, here are the names. We've vetted all of these. They're ready to go. You can apply. And, yeah. And uh-huh. uh, there's an article about this on the Daily Cause.
1: Hmm.
0: And um, I'm going to read this. And I quote, last time I checked, the Constitution does not mention the Heritage Foundation as some sort of fourth branch of government. That is a responsibility that they dreamt up on their own.
1: You know, And that's, but, that's absolutely true. Like, they whipped this up out of whole cloth. Just... <laughs> this is ridiculous
0: I know that's the thing that stinks it would be funny if this isn't their stated goal right it's it's not oh they're being funny they put a lot of money and effort into this they aren't being funny they are dead fucking serious about this shit they
1: did (laughs) they really did it's just
0: yeah, you know, it's like people being shocked that Hitler did what he did. It's like it was all in his book, Mein Kampf. And <laughs>
1: yeah. you know, he know where he, you it. know <laughs> you know where he and his people got their ideas from. Southern slave owners.
0: Well, I mean, they were I
1: digress. <laughs> they
0: were they were model people on how to
1: <laughs>
0: you know, if you want to have a, a nice model on how to uh you know <laughs> screw and keep other people down. That that is a a good place to learn from Southern mm. slave owners.
1: Hmm. I digress. Yeah, but yeah, it it any in, in any other in any other dimension, this would be funny. But yeah, you're right. They put a lot of time and money and effort into this, and they have deep deep pockets that are funding this. You know, the names of people that we will never learn. Oh, shelling out money for all of this and. You know, they want you to apply for a position in the presidential administration and then train it's completely free.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You mm. know, and not that it's the I mean, it's the same and that it's the same related group of people. Um, I didn't know this until I was listening to a podcast yesterday, apparently about. 20 years ago, somebody donated to the uh, Federalist Society, you know, that's responsible for our current batch of six judges on the Supreme Court.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Apparently, somebody donated to them something like $200 million so that they could work their agenda. That is a large sum of money. And that explains why all of a sudden their efforts are having more... Uh. You know, it was about twenty years ago when their efforts started having more impact. Mm-hmm. Yep. So.
1: Yeah, they're um, they are dead ass. They are dead ass because they are absolutely convinced the administration will switch back to conservative leadership in tw- in January twenty twenty five. They are convinced it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and. You know, conservatives love to use the phrase, you know, trickle-down economics, but this isn't a trickle-down thing either. You have to, if they do this crap, it will very quickly fall to state governments and city governments as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, especially those that are already conservatively controlled, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is what they have for their Presidential Administration Academy. Um, They will learn the budget process, how to work with the media, managing congressmen and stakeholder relations, the procurement processes. Who should attend?
1: Apparently only conservatives. (laughs) I'm signing up. (laughs) I want to get on the email list. I want to see how this is going as we get closer and closer to uh, November 2024 I want to see how this how this pans out. Yeah, I might be setting myself up, but it's just too tempting. Yeah.
0: um the scariest part honestly though, is that most sort of agencies that fall within the executive branch that are considered independent agencies no longer will be that will be stripped. That includes the Department of Justice, which of course then would affect the FBI includes the Department of Homeland Security the Department of Education um they even want it to affect the Pentagon the State Department uh, the Environmental Protection Agency which honestly they will probably just attempt to get rid of they will attempt to get rid of that and the Department of Education conservatives have wanted to get rid of the Department of Education ever since it was created under Carter hmm. so hmm. yeah you know, and of course that Trump obviously wants to do it because he has stated in multiple interviews that his goal, he is your retribution. His goal is revenge. And any political enemy that he feels he has, he is going to have arrested, you know, and charged with something, whether they did said thing or not.
1: And, Can I, um, oh, I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Say what you're going to say.
1: I'm distressed. I'm reading the foreword to their little funky mandate, written by some fella named Kevin D. Roberts, Ph.D. Whatever. It's four reads in part, and this is only the second paragraph. Look at America under the ruling and cultural elite today. Inflation is ravaging family budgets. Drug overdose deaths continue to escalate. And children suffer the toxic normalization of transgenderism with drag queens and pornography invading their school libraries. Yeah. The fact that these people and these so-called agencies can spend all this time and money and effort to put this together and make that a priority. The fact that they are mentioning drag queens at all what are you even talking about? Are you si- Yeah. I mm-hmm. That's what you think is important here. That makes it in the second paragraph of your so-called Ford, she also mandate and that's what you think is important, banishing drag queens from libraries.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's precisely Mandata. what they think is important.
1: <laughs> It's ridiculous.
0: Um, this is actually related. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. Um, so in Nebraska, there's a bill that anyone under the age of, I want to say it might have even been something stupid like 21, cannot go to a drag show. Anything like that, they can't have them. If you do, it's punishable. And so um, this, uh, I don't know if she's a state senator or a state congress. Person, I'm not sure which one she is. Doesn't matter. So there's that bill. And then she did an amendment to the bill. <laughs> it made it illegal for churches to have vacation Bible school, summer camps for church, any, you know, related to churches. Um There's like a whole list of sort of, you know, the churchy things that people have. And then she went and pointed out statistics that in the U.S., children are far, far more likely to be raped or molested or sexually assaulted at church than they are, well, most anywhere else except for the home. And so she's like, if we're going to put children's safety from being sexually assaulted first and foremost, then we need to basically outlaw children from attending church to keep them safe. Now, I understand that she knew that it wasn't going to get past or anything. She was doing it to make a point. But it's a very valid point.
1: <laughs> what always gets me is how even in in even in this year of our Lord, 2023, how certain folks want to keep equating LGBTQ plus to pedophilia. Right. <laughs> when Statistics show over and over and over and over again, every year, since they started keeping statistics on violent crimes, the main perpetrators are straight men.
0: Yes. However, this is not my argument. I'm just repeating because this has been told to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> those aren't straight men they're closeted homosexuals
1: that's right that's exactly right yeah Um, how how could i be so naive (sighs) yeah Yeah.
0: there is an um on tiktok Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i can't think of her name See if I can find her. I just found her the other day. But all she, she's an attorney. And what she does is she goes through and keeps a record of every person in the United States that has been arrested for um, sexually assaulting children.
1: Mm. Ew. That's right? an, an icky side project to have.
0: Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying that it's fun for her.
1: Oh no. But obviously she's doing it for a necessary reason. So Whew.
0: and um I can't remember the numbers, but um okay. Her page is called and of course I went to somebody that shared hers, not her page is called New Girl NY. Mm-hmm. And, um, the numbers though, when you come and look at what she found out, it's staggering. It's like, and she went and like, has it broke down Are people, you know, serving in some sort of political position somewhere, you know, on what the numbers are. And it was something like, I think it was like a hundred and we'll just say a hundred people just to make it easy. Like 29 of them are republicans that hold office five were democrats that hold office but then pretty much all of the other people that were arrested on that list um are in some way affiliated with churches and of course this comes at the hills of you know the uh, southern baptist convention releasing a list of uh, uh, you know that they have a database of 714 um you know, ministers that have been reported not to law enforcement, just to the SBC, because churches don't report them to law enforcement. They send them to other churches so they can offend again, because it would make the church look bad. Well, you know what makes the church look bad is the cover-up. If you would turn that person in from the get-go, people would be like, wow, they found out something, because you know what? You're not going to—somebody doesn't say in their job interview— you know, I'm a King James only person. Oh, and I have a thing for molesting children. You know, that's not in the interview process. You're not going to know that. Don't cover it up and send them to another church. Call freaking police. And if the list is only 714, you know that probably only 10% are actually reported. You know, So, we all know that this whole thing is bullcrap. It's just them wanting to, you know, put their control on everybody else. Um, I I think they need to change the Gadsden flag from don't tread on me to let's tread on others. (sighs) Mm -mm
1: -mm.
0: You know, this, this project 2025, as you know, we said, is 920 pages long. This could almost be a two-year-long podcast.
1: (laughs) What, based on this? I don't want to. Oh, no, I don't want to either. (laughs) No, no, no,
0: I I, I don't want to either. I'm just saying that it could easily, if you were to go through every sort of thing that's on there, it could take forever.
1: I'm literally just skimming it because I don't want to step too deep. But the, geez. I'm on Section two now, Executive officer of the President of the United States. and um, they actually, in the first paragraph referred to the supposedly woke faction of the country, right. <laughs> yes, okay. let me if I've never it, or we've never said it before this point, let's let's just be. Crystal clear and clarifying what woke supposed to mean, because it came up in Black communities back in twenties and thirties, and yes. it was, it was a signal from one Black person to another saying, "Pay attention to the man," and in this case, the man was the white man. Pay attention. Right. That's basically what it was. Right. Stay Don't woke. fall
0: asleep. Don't let your guard down.
1: Yeah. Stay woke. Watch it back, and since then it has been
0: butchered, mangled. It
1: did. It didn't start out that way. It entered like the general lexicon, which you know, just for GP sake, I usually have a problem with anyway. But I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go that route. It entered like the general lexicon, and it it came to be equated with people who were able to spot injustices uh, based on the isms, racism, sexism, you know, religion, things of that nature. People that were able to spot and call out those kind of injustices against marginalized communities. Then as we now know, conservatives hijacked it and shat on it and they're turning it into some kind of four letter dirty word. Yes. Which is really sad
0: Right. Which for the way they use it and the way it's being used, it's like, you realize you're just basically saying that you just, because the opposite of being woke would be what? Asleep. Right. And when you're asleep, you're oblivious to everything. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's what they want. They want people to be oblivious to everything that's going on in Indian justice, because that way they can keep committing their injustice on people. And um. Obviously, minorities are who they want to perpetrate their injustices on. But if you're a lower income white person, all of this stuff affects you too. <laughs> you're just too now dumb to know it.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's the part that they, they don't get or they prefer not to get. It's, this, it's the same game plan that has been around since slavery was instituted in this country. Yeah. The same game plan. Upper class white folks have convinced lower class white folks, y'all are the same as us, only up and to the extent that you protect us from those others. Right. If you can't or you don't, we've ne- we've no use for you. Yeah. I mean, think of think about January sixth. That's exactly what happened there.
0: Yeah. I mean, but. Let's. We spoke briefly about it last week. You know, the notion of the welfare queen that Reagan campaigned on that's still sort of uh, they brought the welfare queen back. Well, you're aware that snap benefits, you know, white people benefit from that too, right?
1: They benefit the most. And I'm not just talking about percentages, I'm talking about straight numbers. There yeah. are more white families on government benefits than any other ethnic group in this country but people don't want to acknowledge that
0: and you know they're always talking about we we spend too much money with welfare and yada 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 and it's like okay we don't spend too much money on it first of all because if you know anybody that actually has to use any of you know welfare you'll know that they are not living high on the hog
1: no not in any way shape or form Not in any way, shape, or form, but, and it was always just meant to be a stopgap. Yeah. And, but it turns out in a lot of ways, unfortunately, depending on what kind of assistance you're talking about, sometimes it can.
0: It can trap you.
1: Yeah, it can. It can. You know, you go, you get assistance for a certain amount of time, you go and get yourself a job. And then as you work your way up in that job, which is what a lot of people like to do, work their way up, earn more money, the more money you earn, that makes you less and less qualified for certain kinds of assistance until you qualify for nothing. But you still have a gap there. There's still too much month left at the end of your money. So what do you do? and And that gap is widening. The amount of people that that happens to is widening and this stupid little playbook that these conservatives have put together, they intend on keeping it that way and making it even worse. Yeah. They, they want to get rid of Social Security. They literally have on this page, apply here to be a presidential appointee. This is them telling all those other people, you're just like us. Yep. This is the plan. This is the plan.
0: I'm curious if on there, if one of the questions is, did you vote for Donald Trump?
1: Let me see. Hold on. I'm going to apply. I don't want to give them personal information. I'm just going to make up a name.
0: Yes. How about Buford (laughs) Buford T. Justice?
1: No, uh, Charles Edward Cheese.
0: (laughs) There you go. How about Richard Cheese? Richard
1: Cheese. Charles Edward Richard Cheese. Political, oh, here we go. Here's the application. There's a session referred to as political and philosophical approach. Ooh. Select the options that best describe your political philosophy traditional conservative, moderate, liberal, fiscal conservative, social conservative, paleoconservative, libertarian, neoconservative, progressive.
0: What the fuck is a paleoconservative?
1: We're about to find out.
0: (laughs) Is that a conservative that doesn't eat gluten (laughs)
1: or carbs? (laughs) We are about to find out.
0: It's a conservative that likes to eat wild game.
1: Oh, a person who advocates old or traditional forms of conservatism. I'm not even saying that right. An extremely right-wing conservative. So they think paleo- So a Klansman- (laughs) No, I'm saying they think paleoconservative is better than saying MAGA-conservative. That's what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, landsmen. Either or. You
1: know. Either or.
0: That's I mean, just crazy.
1: Neoconservatives tend to want more efficient government agencies. Paleoconservatives want fewer government agencies. Sounds like a libertarian to me. Libertarian doesn't want any government. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I do have to
0: say, though, that the Libertarian Party, because, you know, each party has their little, like, animal mascot. Mm. I do think the Libertarian Party does have the best animal mascot because it's a porcupine.
1: That's awesome.
0: I kind of like the leave me the F (laughs) alone-ness
1: of the the animal. You know what I I mean? (laughs) I don't need it. <laughs> i don't want to bother with it don't bug me with it thanks and that's funny that you could pick that and say libertarian you want to be a political pointy but you're a libertarian right mm. that is like more well, says isn't it ironic right <laughs>
0: well listening friends if you want to go and give yourself some nightmares you can go to project 2025.org and uh, all of this stuff is out there. They are not hiding it. It's all true. And um, I would like to just end with this one um, thing that sort of explains kind of, I guess, briefly what all of it is. Um, They're using the theory of the Unitarian executive, the theory of the unitary executive, i.e. unitarian president executive office branch is anything but an innocuous or unremarkable description of the presidency. In its stronger versions, it embraces and promotes a notion of consolidated presidential power that essentially isolates the executive branch from any type of congressional or judicial oversight. Its proponents seek to cover seek the cover of the Constitution, but in truth, their theory wrecks havoc on the most fundamental principles of our constitutional traditions. And that was an article from the LA Progressive. Um, I'm going to assume that since Progressive is in the title, that it's a more progressive-leaning publication. Sure. I'm just guessing.
1: I mean, it's a good, it's a fair guess. But, yeah, basically, this Project 2025 is just their, their well-thought-out pipe dream of what a new, sparkling, conservative presidential administration will look like.
0: Yes. And this yeah, is why I it is important. F- will. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I have a feeling even some of the candidates that I don't think have a chance, except for maybe Chris Christie, um I I think a lot of the other candidates would put that in the I can't think of that one dude's name the businessman who's crazy that I've tried to block it out the guy with the uh Indian name who's oh
1: Ramaswamy thank you
0: he has an Indian name because he's of Indian descent
1: I just love saying his name Ramaswamy
0: but I think Trump will 100% try to put every single one of their policies in place. And then from there, it's a varying degree of, you know, on a scale of one to 10. I think, you know, some are probably fives. Chris Christie's probably a two. But let's be honest, Chris Christie doesn't really have a choice because he's really only running just to F up Trump, which I appreciate that he's willing to do that.
1: I do, too. Thanks,
0: um Mm. but they will try to implement a lot of these policies and it is such a massive thing to look into all we can really do is just sort of steer you into going and looking at it reading it finding out about it and seeing just how scary um it is and You know, this is a country of over 300 million people, and that many people, you need a government that has enough people to do the things that we have a people have decided we want done. And you can't just go and fire half the population of federal employees and expect for things to work smoothly. You want to create chaos in that instant. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: And they have so many people primed, and they're doing it when you read the thing, you know, the liberals have made the government so bloated and the bureaucracy so big and the deep state that people work for these liberal progressives, and it doesn't matter who the president is, they're implementing these liberal policies. And so, you know, when they go and create the, the chaos, their response will be, see, this is what happens when you get rid of these Aggressive policies and everything that's in there there's going to be a brief period of of readjustment to you know this new whatever and I, i'm reminded of somebody that was in the trump administration that was on the news after that train derailed in ohio and caused the big toxic cloud and mm-hmm. the person he was blaming joe biden for it in the news host rightfully said um well, this happened because Trump rescinded the policy that would have made the breaks that would have presented it. And the guy's response was, well, if it was such a good policy, then why didn't Biden bring it back when he became president? And that's the exact version of what they're going to do if they start implementing this, is they will blame it on you know aggressives. If they wouldn't have had this much, we wouldn't have been this bloated. And then we wouldn't have to go through this yeah. little period of adjustment
1: my ass yeah yeah
0: it's important got to get
1: people to vote especially at your local levels it's not a it's not a game people it's not a game because at the local levels is where this kind of toxic thought is trickling into especially city councils and school boards the smaller Yep, types of administrations, especially school boards, because think about what they're trying to keep away from kids. Mm-hmm. What they what what they claim to be protecting them from is just a way to indoctrinate them with their choice of misinformation.
0: Oh yeah, do you, you, you don't have to look any further than Oklahoma. Our uh, secretary of public education, Ryan Walters, that dude is nuts, and he just announced that um,
1: he's the superintendent.
0: Thank you. I, okay. I don't like to. He doesn't. I know. He's, I know. he's super, super assholes, the only thing he is.
1: Sure, sure. Um,
0: but they just announced now that uh, the Oklahoma Department of Education has joined up with Prager U to provide teaching resources for public education in the state of Oklahoma. God. What was that you were saying about indoctrination through misinformation?
1: garbage garbage i made a post on um back on instagram by oh it was about a month ago i think almost a month ago um Joyanne reed who has the show on nbc i love her mm-hmm. she, I, I follow her on instagram and she posted a short video from a school board meeting at which you know dear superintendent bozo the clown was in attendance at and there it was a um a mom of some students in the local school board who had a very well thought out in a passing speech about, um, you know, all the BS that the upper level people in Oklahoma's education keep trying to slap on the kids. And I wrote a response to the video which at this point has been liked over a thousand times. Yay, me. Um, But I says, this guy, Ryan Walters, formerly the Secretary of Education, now the superintendent, has likened school boards to terrorists. I mean, yep. um, teachers teacher to terrorists, to terrorist organizations, and says he will not take federal funding if that means that the federal government would dictate how children are being taught in classrooms, i.e., we want to, we want to pick the information, we want to indoctrinate them. Not you. Yeah. I said this is this is garbage. And in addition to that, just the other day I saw another person I follow on Facebook talk about how Oklahoma has one of the highest incarceration rates in the country. Yep. Black people make up eight percent of the population in the state, but make up 23% of the prison population.
0: I'm actually surprised that it's only 23%. And I'm not trying to be sarcastic i'm serious based upon this state
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're also I, number
0: one in men beating um women of domestic mm, violence
1: that's great like what is it coming to and that uh, in oklahoma is only indicative of things to come in other states like it it's coming yep. yeah it's coming I mean, I don't, don't, I'm sure, I'm sure the people, you know, that sit in the seats that are over education blame the low success rates of of the schools there. They blame it on indoctrination and all these woke things, but they don't look at themselves as as the problem. I digress.
0: (sighs) What I want to know is, has Ryan Walters like actually paid attention to what's going on in Oklahoma? He is aware that. Since 2004, the Republican candidate has won all 77 counties in the state of Oklahoma. The closest that it's been was the 2020 election because two counties, Oklahoma County and Tulsa County, ironically enough, the home of Oklahoma city and Tulsa city strange that they're in counties named after them. (laughs) But um, those came pretty close to being sort of purple. It was like 47% voted for Biden, I think, in Tulsa, and I think it was like 44 in Oklahoma, which is higher than it's been previously. So that tells you that probably, I don't know, 80% of the people that are teachers in the public school system are probably Republican. So does he think that, like, they get up in the morning, you know, they're Marxist. They get in their car. They drive to work. They walk through the front door. They, you know, hang their Marxist hat on the little hat rack and then they put on their, you know, conservative David Duke hat. Or, you know what I'm, or they're, you know, cons- let me reverse that. They're conservative David Duke MAGA hats. You know, they're Make America Great hats. They take it off, get in the school, put their Marxist hat on. And then at three o'clock when school's out, they
1: go and put their MAGA hat on. Is that what he's thinking's going to happen? <laughs> I want to say, and I'm sure, obviously, there's a fair number of teachers that are conservative. You know, especially if we're talking about a state that has, you know, was overwhelmingly voted, you know, conservative, both yeah. at the local and the presidential level for years. I'm sure a fair number of teachers are conservative, but the fact that Oklahoma schools have experienced the highest rate of turnovers for the last four or five years Tells you not all of them are signing up for this bullshit. Yeah. They can't keep good teachers.
0: Oh, no. There's a major policy in this state. They changed it so that they get what are called emergency teacher certificates, Mm -hmm. where it doesn't matter if you have a degree in education or anything, just as long as you have a degree. Now you have a certain period of time to go and get your, you know, uh teaching credentials through schooling while you're working on that, but still the number is, is very, very high
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the yeah. state. And, um, you know, if Oklahoma is falling apart, keep in mind that they've had a super majority in uh, the house and Senate. And it, it, since 2010, there has been Republican governors exclusively. So if Oklahoma is screwing up, you literally cannot blame uh Democrats which is why when we have elections the people don't run against their Democratic opponent they always run against Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden because they can't run against the local opponent because that puts all of the problems on the state on them right it highlights they're the problem so they have to go national and it's just crazy I don't
1: know I, I hate to pick on the home state like that, but uh, pick away. They're just a prime example of what can happen to other conservative held states. If people like these bozos behind this project 2025 get their way. Yep. It might not happen on this, this national level like this, but like you said, it will trickle down and in, in smaller and lesser degrees. It It is trickling down, but it will. It will continue to do
0: so. So in some regards it's almost trickling up. <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: If in hmm. a way. But yeah.
1: Anyway, folks,
0: go have a drink. We will. With alcohol in it. We and
1: will. then
0: go and go and read this. Study it. Let your friends know. This is a lot of money has gone into this, and it is something that they're not screwing around. They desperately want to implement this. And I would say that it is the culmination of something they've wanted to do since Reagan got elected.
1: Hmm. Yeah. They mentioned him yeah. several times.
0: Yep. He was the Among, start.
1: Yeah. They're their favorite conservative presidents. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So, anyway, um, as, as the old yeah. folks
1: say, gird your loins.
0: that's right and I guess we're gonna see now but you can't say anything in you know on this podcast because I don't know if you know the black community has replaced woke with the new word that meant the same thing as the original one but honestly you can't really let white folks know because we'll just screw that one up too So keep it secret if there's a replacement word, Kenyatta. I don't want to know it, and you certainly can't mention it on the podcast.
1: Well, no, you don't have to remind me. (laughs) But even if I don't let it out, someone else will. because Oh, keep
0: it to yourself!
1: (laughs) Every saying word and phrase that is originating in the Black community eventually finds its way out. And then that means pretty much we're basically done with it. Right. We've wiped our hands, so they can have it. Right. Now I'm hearing people, now I'm hearing the phrase spin the block make its way out into the, the general...
0: Wait, wasn't that at- a movie?
1: No. No, it is a phrase. It is a phrase. <sighs> and now it's made its way out into the,
0: yeah, there's a the British general movie atmosphere.
1: That- it there's a British movie, the... but I
0: think there's a British movie called "Spin the Block" because I think the dude be. that played Finn in Star Wars that oh, I can't Attack think of his name. Block. Oh, see, thank you.
1: I've seen I... it. It's a very, it's a very good sci-fi movie. Very good. Uh, but no, "Spin the Block." If I remember rightly, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think so. It, it it's it's a term that's kind of related to street violence, to where if. you're you're coming down the street and you see somebody you have an issue with and you want to take care of that issue, but there are other people around, you pretty much go down the street and come back around until you can catch them alone. Basically, what you're doing is spinning the block. So now people are using that phrase to refer to coming back to something Mm. in general. And I hate it. I hate that it's out there now. It always gets homogenized, right? Like weak tea, and I hate it.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Putting my anyway. I think we probably should go ahead and wrap up. Sure. Because we've been at it for a while now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, all I can say is seriously. Take Project 2025 seriously. Tell your friends, especially your friends that vote blue, because this is something that needs to be known, and people need to make sure that they get out to vote to stop this crap.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So with that, friends, Have yourselves a drink or, you know, whatever it is you do for recreational purposes.
0: Yes, whatever it is you do, we're not, we don't judge. Nope. You know, but what we do do is like to ask for you to buy us a coffee from buymeacoffee.com backslash hyperfocuspots, because we do have a few expenses putting this podcast together and any amount of help that we get would be lovely
1: indeed indeed so if you like it we love it so yep we're leaving now we are Bye. and now folks it's time to say good night we sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment please drive home carefully and come back again soon good night